Yep. What's up, everybody? It's Casey with Two Worlds Podcast, and with me, as always, it's the birthday to my boy. It's Jake. Happy birthday, buddy. Hey, thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I already know, but for the for the viewers slash listeners, did you do anything special? Well, I went golfing this morning because uh, I like to do that. And then my lovely lady and I went and saw the Mario Brothers movie in theaters. Did you do a full 18 or just a niner? Just or a did... niner. I gotcha. Yeah. How'd you do? Oh, terrible. But, but on one hole, I hit a bogey, like a, like a genuine nice. bogey. And it's nice. like, you know what? I'm going to take it. <laughs> yeah. Normally it's like a negative 30 for me or a no, no, a, po- a plus 30. Okay. So on hot shots golf though, whenever like you would just do so bad that they're like negative this because they're, you know, like this is how bad you did. I mean, I know. Cause I know like with the score, they always put negatives in front, but then they're like, I, I vaguely remember them doing that in hot shots. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just misremembering. I don't know. Cause like, if you if you hit par, that's zero. Yeah. But if it's a birdie, then it's minus one. So like if you do terrible, then it's plus. Yeah. So maybe maybe it was just plus, and I'm just I just misremembered. <laughs> I don't know. That game but, that game was fun, but also so infuriating. Dude, like I remember when I was a kid, dad was really good at it. And <clears throat> um he was got to this one character. And he was like almost gonna win. And then that character hit the ball and it was gonna land in the rough. And then the ball, as it was like this far, it just and it landed in the fairway. And he, that's yep. when he's like, I'm done. This is <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yep. The game is total, total horseshit. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. March Madness time. Because we forgot last week because we're just a couple of silly boys. <laughs> we are. But from uh, the old Instagram and then Twitter, we have winners. So, you know, Capes beat out uh, whoever they were going against. I didn't write that down, but Capes won. And then we have Cowls winning. So the Capes and Cowls will go against each other. That's going to be interesting. And then Domino Masks and Belts won. Has your bracket been exploded yet? Did you do a bracket? I don't know. I What I wanted to win didn't win right at the first round so you know well you matches no i had uh big collars i had pouches going further but big collars okay. was my was my like cinderella story it just didn't pan out i gotcha um i mean i don't think it's gonna win but i like if it if it, it were for me i'd be going domino mask yeah, I'm thinking like for now for me I'm going cowls. I like a cowl more than a domino mask. I just Yeah. I think cowl will probably win. It's like cowl has the tougher go of it mm-hmm. this time around. I think domino mask is going to go to the finals for sure. But yeah. it's like cowls or cape, I think is whoever comes out of that one calling it now, they take the whole shebang. Right. Like if this were a proper let's say let's say this is like the NBA tournament yeah. bracket here. Apes and cowls are like two and three, right? Yep. Where where domino masks and belts more like a five and six. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, we'll be sure to 
to continue that after taking two weeks off. Yeah. But anyway, let's let's get into our news. Um, this isn't really news, but I, as I said a minute ago, I saw the Mario Brothers movie, so just wanted to say that it was really good, and I liked it a whole lot, a whole lot. That that audience rating of like ninety six or whatever, totally get it. It's, right it's got lots of Easter eggs. It's just a fun time. I will like just from the trailers because I do plan on watching it, but I also plan on watching Shazam. So we'll see if it happens. But just from the trailers, it looked annoying to me personally how it's like, oh, yeah, we're bringing this special guy in to help save the day. And then they're like, but he sucks at what he does. And we're making him look really stupid for this first. Half. It's like, why are you bringing him in? Get someone else to do it. Like that stuff just annoys me when they do that crap. Yeah. Um, I mean, it it's fine. It's yeah. fine. They it's not like that for very long and they explain why. I gotcha. Um but man, the the music is just so good. Like you're you're gonna recognize almost every single song. Um or, or or just tune, I'll say, not necessarily a full song. Um, yeah, and I, I appreciated that. Uh, the visuals are just amazing. They, I don't know, they did a really good job with it. If if you like Mario in any way at all, you're gonna like the movie. Good. Yeah, no, I, I like I said, I'm I'm interested, but I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not the best at getting to the theater. Also, Chris Pratt, totally fine. Totally yeah. fun. In all honesty, like I was like I've said a hundred times, he sounded like he was the only one actually trying to do a voice in the yeah. trailers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, because it's like, don't get me wrong, Jack Black was just pretty solid casting uh for Bowser. He I was, mean, like he was the best. <laughs> yeah, like he's not he's not like gonna do really a voice, he's just gonna be Jack Black. No, but dude, that, he really does do a voice. He does, okay. Because I mean, like, because in the trailers I saw, I'm like, he sounds like Jack Black, but it's still like Jack Black's just good casting for this. But then, yeah. like, Charlie Day as Luigi just sounds like Charlie Day. And then um, Peach Lady just sounds like a lady. Yeah. Um, like, like, there's a couple parts where Bowser sings, and then you can kind of tell it's Jack Black. But otherwise, it's just, it could be any voice actor doing like a deep you know, gruff voice. Yeah. And also, surprisingly enough, Seth Rogen wasn't just Seth Rogen. Like he, he he even said he's like, Yeah, when they yeah, when they casted me, I was just like, ho ho ho, this is good voice I'm gonna do. That's what he said in an interview. So I was expecting the worst. Well, I mean it's you can tell it's Seth Rogen, but it's not like he's just reciting it. He's like making the voice a little bit higher. And really, he only does his dumbass laugh like twice for for just like two seconds. Good. I was expecting it like the whole time, and it's really not. Yeah. So good. Uh, but it it was cool. It was really cool. Um. So yeah. Anyway, I've I've got a few more things than you, Casey. So I'll just keep going yep. here. This is something I didn't know was happening. Did you know we're getting a Van Helsing reboot? I didn't. Like I know they've been trying to do the Universal stuff for a hot minute but none of it's kind of taken so hope hopefully this one works out the first fan helsing kind of sucked in my opinion but you know maybe this one will be better i love that movie and I, I recognize that it's not great 
but I, I just it puts me to sleep like that one and like the original. It's, it's a long movie, dude. Yeah, it's a long movie. Like that um, and the original Hulk put me right to sleep. If I'm like being, if you like you and me are hanging out and I start getting fussy, put one of those in the DVD <laughs> house, I'll not be knocked out. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind for when you're fussy next time. But man, I just, I just love Kate Beckinsale. She was, yeah. she was just her at that time because there was, uh, was it Underworld that she was into? Yep. Um, and I, I mean, you know, my, my taste back in high school, um, yeah. I just, I don't know. All those movies were great. Um, but anyway, in click, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, actually I've not seen click. That's pretty solid, but yeah. it's, it's another one of those things where you're like, okay, Adam, I'm on first names base, first name basis with you. And Adam, how am I supposed to believe you bad Kate Beckinsale? Right. Get out of here. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but anyway, that that reboot is uh it's being done by Julius Avery, who did Overlord. Don't know what that movie is. Uh and also James Wan is producing it. Well, that's promising. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I'll, I'll probably check it out though, because I like monster hunting type stuff. Yeah, I think if they wanted to do that, they should have and do a whole universe thing. I think they should have started with a Dracula movie instead, and then have Helsing in it, and then do like separate movies, like for the Universal universe. You know, like Dracula, Frankenstein. And then Mummy. Don't don't worry about the other ones. Those are the big three, though. And then have Helsing just all in all three. And then have a Helsing movie where he's, you know, fucking shit up that way. Yeah, I don't disagree, man. Okay, um, so uh, sorry. I was, Go ahead. No, you're good. Um, the I was just gonna talk about the Marvels trailer. Did you watch that? No, I did not. Okay, it actually doesn't look too bad. Uh, like you get you know some humor in it. Um new costumes for each of them and i'm not gonna lie i'm not a big fan of uh, captain marvel's costume in it because it she's got like they're going with uh like a different style with hers and it's like i'm assuming it's just because they're gonna be flying in space because like um ms marvel got one too and it's like more it's just more colory and it doesn't like ms marvel's doesn't work for me either and then captain marvel's it's kind of got like like it would be fine but it's got like the big insignia here and it like comes out. And that looks really weird to me. It doesn't work that way. Like if it was just flush, it would look a lot better. Right. But you know that, and then uh photon or, you know, second Ms. Marvel or, or second. Monica. Captain, yeah. Second Captain Marvel, Monica Rambo, Monica. Oh, I'm trying to do a sexy growl but i can't you kind of just sounded like Gollum. <laughs> yeah sexy Gollum. that's what i'll be that's what i'll be at c2e2 jake will be sexy frodo and i'll be sexy Gollum. <laughs> not to get off subject but i saw this interview with the uh, mary and pippin and they were they were talking about they're like not a lot of people know like you might you guys might not know this but in the books later on mary and pippin get buried you know with Aragorn, like they go back to Aragorn and then they get buried. And so we keep pitching to pitching to Vigo, like, hey, bury, like, let us be buried with you. And he's like, 
I think we got him about down to 90%. And the, the other one was like, the, the I think it's not Dominic Monaghan. The other one was like, Billy Boy. he's a, he's a hundred percent against it. <laughs> he's like, ah, he'll be, he'll, it's like, it's like, he's like, Oh, I think he said over my dead body. And we're like, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> I did see that. I love it. Those guys are oh, so funny. Yeah. Um, Plus I love how genuinely just friends they all are. Yeah. It's awesome. It's like when people will see us, you know, they'll be like, oh, you guys are actually friends. We're like, yeah, it's not always on Zoom. It's once a year at C2E2. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and they're, you know, they, they have a lot of funny moments. It's like every time they use their powers, they swap places. And so they're trying to figure out what's going on there. Well, like it's Freaky the- Friday? No, no, that'd be, that would be the best if that was the case. If it was superhero freak. And it's like they use their powers, like if Captain Marvel's blasting somebody then like out of nowhere for some reason monica takes her place right or ms marvel takes her place and they're like oh no you know that but but what what did you mean it when you said that's that's what i meant was that when you said freaky friday it would be like oh she's in her body okay okay i'm on the same page now yeah but like i said (laughs) if it was freaky friday where it was in in each other's bodies that'd be pretty funny but no i think i think the movie might be good like, because it's like Captain Marvel's still like kind of the stick in the mud, but now she's got Ms. Marvel to kind of like work against. Like when you're just when you have like the main character be a stick in the mud, that's not entertaining for anybody, no matter how much people want to say it is. So now that she's got like the foil to kind of go against it, it's going to, you know, be more bright and cheery. It should be should be good. I hope so. Because I, be honest, the hype meter is at like a zero from this one. I mean, in all fairness, about every Marvel movie here lately has been at about a zero for me. So when I saw yeah. the trailer, I'm like, oh, this doesn't look bad. Okay. Uh, keeping on with like show stuff. We got a trailer for The Penguin. Did you see this? I didn't. I saw that you put, put it in there. And prior to that, I was like, I saw something on YouTube. I'm like, oh, this is a fake one because I hadn't seen anything about there being an actual trailer. And I saw you put in the notes. I'm like, shoot, I should have watched that. <laughs> I mean, it looks cool, man. It just yeah. it looks like, you know, Penguin doing some mafia stuff. Should be uh, cool. Yeah. I have a feeling I'll be really interested. The only thing with that show that I'm like not sure on is they casted um i really like this actress too uh i've talked about this before on here but Kristen miloti i think is how you say her name as um i think it's maroni's kid or falcone's daughter you know the one that was like in long halloween and she's just this massive unit of a woman and like Kristen miloti is like a very small woman like you know she's like she's not gonna be picking a up a person and breaking their neck or anything like that at any time (laughs) right yeah, well, we'll see how it goes. I'm I'm still, I'll say more than mildly pumped for it. Yeah, I think this is going to, like, I think, I already think I'm going to like this, I'll, like, 50 times more than I did the Batman. I like the Batman, okay. But yeah. I think it's just going to be better because it won't, I won't have the Batman-related gripes with it. I think it's just going to be good. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And then one more show thing. Um we got another Game of Thrones spinoff announcement happening at HBO. Yeah, uh, that's that's something you're going to talk about. But uh, it's a Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, the Hedge Knight. 
I am so excited for this. I've said for a long time that this would be a great spinoff. It's uh, Night of Seven Kingdoms is like a, a book of three short stories that are all about Sir Duncan the Tall and uh, Aegon, who would, I know there's like 40 Aegons, but uh, one that was called Aegon the Unlikely because he wasn't anywhere close to being in line for the throne, but then a bunch of bad stuff happened, all those above him, and so he did become king. Um, it's about those two and all the stuff that they get up to prior to Aegon becoming king. It's a really good book. Like, I is could not put it down. George R. R. Martin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Why the hell is he doing all these extra books when he still hadn't finished the main one? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I assume when he did this one, he had every intention of finishing the other yeah. ones, you know, because uh, it's been out for quite a while. But uh, but man, I love it. And if anyone listening has read Game of Thrones or watched Game of Thrones and you need you need something in that same light, uh, definitely read A Night of the Seven Kingdoms. It's not very long. It's so good, though. Now, also, here's here's another question because like I've been reading more on my Kindle and whatnot. If I've never seen a single thing of Game of Thrones, I've seen a little bit with Bree, but nothing real. Um, when I'm like, oh, this might be interesting. I don't want to read, you know, the other books that he's got. But would this one be okay for someone that's not read any of the others? Absolutely. Okay, I didn't know if you'd be like, oh no, you need to know about Tigarius the, the Dragon Man or anything like that. Nah, man, this really focuses on like the small folk <laughs> yeah um and and you would love uh sir duncan the tall he's just he's just a hedge knight which is like a knight for hire um who just gets thrown into this crazy situation with the targaryens and uh you know it's just about like him fighting in tournaments or uh you know being being good guy sir duncan and helping somebody and it, it's just really good there, there's three short stories and that's the whole book it's just those three short stories yeah. but it's just a good like medieval uh night story it's yeah, good is this a prequel to shovel knight like he goes from hedge knight to shovel knight <laughs> no no oh, different oh, night okay my bad yeah Okay, so I'll just talk about the HBO Max news. I was going to talk about different news, but nah, this leads into it. Well, HBO Max is rebranding as Just Max because, you know, that's the marketable part of their name. It's not <laughs> HBO, which no. has become synonymous with quality. They're like, don't worry, the quality's gone, guys. <laughs> We're Just Max, but it's going to uh, debut on May 23rd. We're going to have three price tiers. With ads, nine ninety nine. Without ads, fifteen ninety nine. And then ultimate ad free, nineteen ninety nine. I don't know what the difference between ad free and ultimate ad free, but I can tell you this: I'm gonna cancel my my max subscription. Like, yeah, what is it now? I honestly don't remember because, like, I signed up for it and it just takes it out. But it's just like I've been mad at them for a while for the different stuff of them, like canceling shows and renewing Velma. And it's like, boy, you get rid of stuff that I love. You keep stuff on that I don't like you're you're staying on because of Godzilla. And I have those movies. I'm just lazy. I'm just going <laughs> to 
<laughs> like I don't need I don't need you. <laughs> so yeah, I'll probably just be canceling that here soon. But how are you gonna watch Penguin? I mean, I have a friend that will keep his. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You can just uh you can just like you know, video chat me and turn it to Penguin. And I'll be like, oh, wow. And we'll watch yeah, it together. That's, that's a great way to watch a show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really. That, all that's whatever. I think I'm on my mom's plan anyway. So like if she decides she doesn't want to do that, then I might pick it up myself. But we'll the, see. The thing is, I have a feeling since they you know they combined with discovery and there's been rumors of them like um like there has been rumors for a while then like any discovery plus added to hbo max and it's like that is very much parent network where it's like oh yeah you like that people fixing up houses and cooking shows boy this is all on discovery plus so it's gonna be you know if that, if that hops over too it's like your mom's gonna be like <laughs> I, I had to, I, I couldn't put my phone down because you know so that's why I look so silly. Which is like, mm-hmm, you know, right? <laughs> I, dude, I just want, I just need that interface to be better. Except we've got Discovery Plus as well, and that and HBO, the user interface, I think sucks. I don't have a problem with HBO Max's, but I mean, I don't know. Like when I tried to use Paramount Plus and then even Peacock, those both are so bad that HBO Max looks pretty good. Uh, I gotcha. Because it's like trying to search for stuff. It's like you have to be... And actually, I will say this about HBO Max. And this is a Godzilla complaint. So every Godzilla movie, you know, like the, they don't always call it Godzilla in the title. So if I'm wanting to watch Invasion of the Astro Monster and I type in Godzilla, it'll be like, yeah, I'm not seeing this movie. It's like you should know that there should just be a Godzilla section since you have all of the Showa movies. And, you know, like one day I was going to find Ibra Horror of the Deep. And I was like, from my brain, because there's so many different titles, for, you know, for these movies. Like I was going to type in Godzilla versus the Sea Monster. And that was my first thought. I'm like, wait, that's not what's going to be on here. It's Ibra Horror of the Deep instead. So I had to delete the whole thing and then type it all back in. And, you know, it's a pain, man. Yeah. It's a pain. Um, all right. So on to some comic stuff. Unless do you do you want to do? Yeah, you got you just got comic stuff. So I'll do these really quick. Actor Stefan Capici, I must maybe the dude that played Colossus in Deadpool and actress Marina Bakarin have been confirmed to be returning for Deadpool 3. That should probably be a good time. Man, it's. Have they have they not been filming that? I feel like we've been hearing so much about Deadpool three that like I, I just thought that would have been done at this point. Well, I mean, they just they just had that big announcement last year, like late last year, with Hugh Jackman coming back. So I think he's I think he's still prepping to get get up to size because people like I follow enough fitness YouTubers where they talk about his diet and you know whatnot that he that he that he's on right now because he's talking about like doing eight thousand calories a day and all natty he's he's getting back to his yeah oh dude if i were him i'd be like look i'll be in it but you're gonna have to photoshop some stuff because he he always talked about how much he hated it 
Yeah, because he he's he's eating eating a bunch and working out and saying he's natty, but it's also like when he talks about it, he's like, like because you know, every, anyone that's like has half a brain where they're like, yeah, this fifty year old is getting completely shredded. Come on, yeah. I mean, it's whatever. <laughs> no, I mean it's it's his job, and he's he's gonna look awesome. But at the same time, it's also like when they ask him, and he can't, you know, he's gonna lie about it because it's not legal. Well, so he's like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, I just do things to stay in the best shape I can. You know, like I'm just eating well. Yeah, you know, just <laughs> six whole chickens a day. Yeah. And then we got the full cast of the Creature Commandos. Uh, this was what was weird, though. Uh, Ron Perlman wasn't on the on the on the casting, and we had you know like rumors were going around. It was even almost confirmed that he was supposed to be Frankenstein, but he's not. But huh. we got Frank Grillo as Rick Flag Senior, Maria Bakalova as Princess Ilian Rostovic, uh, Indara died. Zoe Chow as Nina Mazursky, Alan Tudix as Dr. Phosphorus, David Harbour as Frankenstein, Sean Gunn as G.I. Robot and Weasel, and Steve Agee and Viola Davis are returning as their characters. What? Dude, what is it with David Harbour just taking Perlman's gigs? I don't know. Maybe it was like, they're like, ah, Perlman, you're, you're going to be too old if we ever want to make this live action, so... David Harbour, you're our great value, Ron Perlman. And he's like, that's not a compliment. And they're like, who cares? Here's a check. He's like, thank you. Yeah, pretty much. Um, all right. So on to comic stuff, because we are, in fact, a comic book podcast. So my favorite comic book writer, Cy Spurrier, and artist Lee Garbutt are launching Uncanny Spider-Man for the Fall of X event. And that miniseries will see Nightcrawler as Spider-Man. I saw a thing for that. I'm I'm like kind of interested in seeing that, but at the same time, size like I'm not a big enough Spider-Man fan anymore, or a big enough X-Men fan, or a big enough Size Spurrier fan to check it out. But the costume looks super cool. Yep, because it's like Nightcrawler looks awesome, Spider-Man looks awesome, great combo. <laughs> I agree. I hope whoever reads it enjoys it. And then another Fall of X announcement that we got, but I'm curious about Casey's thoughts here. But Ed Brisson and Scott Godlewski are launching an Alpha Flight Fall of X miniseries. It's going to be five issues. Thoughts on that, Casey? Super pumped. I mean, honestly, you put Alpha Flight in something. If you put the words flight in it and even have Al Ewing write it, I'm going to read it. So... I like Ed Brisson. Uh, I love Alpha Flight. I'm hoping this keeps up with, you know, Heather, like, cause the, I think it was, oh, was that one shot that they did? That was like an anniversary thing where it like picked up where the Greg Pock, Fred Van Lint Alpha Flight series ended, like the mini series that was supposed to be a, you know, full series and it became a mini series again where that one ended with Heather being crazy, you know, basically kidnapping her kid and then they caught them and they have, they're trying to bring her back to normal. I hope that's where, you know, that does stuff with that. Cause I'm still like, what's going on with Heather? <laughs> I, I hope it touches on it too, man. Ed's a good enough writer, right? Yeah. You, you're going to check it out. You're going to mm -hmm. be a good old Canadian boy with me. Yeah, probably. We can, we can drink maple syrup while we read it. Watch Ugh. some hockey, drink <laughs> well, some maple, maple syrup, 
you had me, then you lost me. But uh, no, I, I'll probably check it out because we we both read that last uh, Captain Marvel series that had Alpha yeah. Flight in it. So which it's like that one was fun. Like I'm not gonna mm-hmm. I'm like it was a good series. Only and it's like yeah, I'm gonna be complaining about the Alpha Flight in it. That's you know when it's a Captain Marvel series. But it's like we didn't get Vindicator. We didn't get Guardian. I want them too. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right. Um, this one I think you're also excited for. Mark Wade is going to be doing a World's Finest spinoff featuring the original Teen Titans. And he's also going to be doing a follow-up to Birthright. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, I'm like less excited than <clears throat> you probably would expect because it's also like, I'd rather Mark do more stuff in continuity, you know, instead of just being like random stuff in the past, but it should still be pretty dope. Like when he was writing the Teen Titans in World's Finest, it was awesome. So this is going to stay awesome, you know? And then as far as Birthright, it's like, do we need it? Probably not. Is it going to be good? Yeah, more than likely because he kind of pours his heart into this. So it's unless he just his heart's full of bitter anger it's gonna not be you know and that that's gonna ruin it but i doubt it so i think it's gonna be pretty good what do you think man <clears throat> no I'm, I'm very excited whether it's in continuity or not it's gonna be good and then he's said for years that he had the idea for a follow-up to birthright so the fact that he's actually getting to do it now i'm really excited and i hope that yeah. it's good i'm sure it will be because like i said it's one of those things where it's like a labor of love of love for him so it should be solid because he you know it's not like he's just gonna be phoning it in right so uh where does birthright stand for you as far as superman stories it's a very good one but it's i mean it might might be my top 10 maybe top five i'd have to actually sit down and with like the trades and whatnot of stuff superman to really decide but it's for sure top 10 yeah i i would say probably top five for me I I haven't read it in quite some time and I need to, but that's one where like if people come into the shop looking for Superman and they've already read All-Star, I always suggest Birthright. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it is a very good one, especially for like new Superman readers. People are like, he's so boring and you're not cool, you know? Yeah. If he, if he I, actually if someone comes in with that, just show them the black Superman from the '90s that's got the guns. When he's got the guns and he's shooting cyborgs, <laughs> like, is this not cool? Instead, if they say that, I'll show them the door. They can get the <laughs> out. Um, I I do wonder though if he'll get uh, Lionel Francis U to come back and do the art. Because bet you'll try, <laughs> right? I just know that Lionel is. A big old Marvel boy nowadays, so yeah, we'll see. Because yeah, I know I Mark likes likes keeping his artists going, so I wouldn't be surprised if he tried hard. And Lionel is amazing, so yeah. All right, and then the big news of the week: we're getting a new publisher. It's called Distillery, and it's spelled all caps D S T L R Y. Um, Distillery is founded by uh the two guys that founded comiXology uh along with a bunch of comic creators so the creators are the partners and stockholders um it's going to be digital and print publication and the lineup so far is tula lote 
Brian Azzarello, Scott Snyder, James Tynan, Ram V, Mirka Andolfo, Elsa Charretier, Lee Garbett, Jock, and Jamie McKelvey. It's going to kick off with an anthology issue from the founding creators. I think it's cool, man. Yeah. You know, good for them. They're going to get their money. They'll get to retain all the rights to their stuff. Uh, and, you know, who who else to be... Uh, how, how do I word this? In charge of what direction the publisher goes than the people making the stuff, right? Yeah. So what what do you think on all that? I think it's going to be pretty cool. I'm always about more things. I'll just say the name is stupid. I'm so tired of these like, ah, let's spell this thing out this way without, you know, and then we'll have it all capitalized. It's like, no, stop. That's dumb. But no, I think it's, I think it's pretty cool. I'm pretty excited. I just, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I, I'm, I'm curious about how it's going to affect Substack since Tynan had that big old money, you know, payday with Substack. Uh, yeah, and he's opened up his own own thing. I I don't know. I I I think this this is gonna hurt Substack a little bit because uh, shops will get to order this stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, they're just gonna be another publisher. So I, I'm looking forward to it. It'll it'll be nice to see see that stuff on the shelves. Right on, man. Okay, so one one thing really quick that I, we didn't put in the notes, but I saw it. I don't even know if it's new news, but I just saw it this week and I just remembered. There is a new comic, com- a new Batman comic come out. Did you see anything about that? Uh, I don't it's know. Like Batman something nights, and then the the it's gonna be Batman and Dead Man for the first issue, teaming up to fi- figure out this like guy that killed this person, and then the next issue, the second issue. This is one of the things I was like, I need to tell Jake about this if he doesn't know about it. Wesley Dodds is gonna be in it what yeah so it's by joshua williamson um blanking on who does the art but it looks pretty awesome i think it comes out in june and the second issue comes out in july there's like 50 wait 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 wait. you're talking about night terrors right yeah that's it yeah they're doing uh like DC's book on free comic book day is going to be like a night terrors hype thing. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, just, yeah, yeah. I just saw it. And I was like, I don't know if we talked about this, but I saw the cover with Wesley Dodds on it. I'm like, oof, Jake needs to know if he doesn't know. No, I, I am very, very excited that like night terrors is going to be like an event. I don't know how, how involved all that is, but uh, no, I'm, I'm crazy hyped for that. In fact, I had people like three weeks ago already added to their poll list, which I think was pretty awesome. So uh, lots of people are excited for that. Good. Um, Yeah. Here here we are like, oh, getting getting tired of these DC events, but then they're like, oh, Williamson, you bastard, you got us again. Yeah. (laughs) All right, man. I think it's comics time. Yeah, boy. All right, so I read 8 Billion Genies, Fantastic Four, number six, Cockjew, number one, Dark Ride, uh, issue five, Guardians of the Galaxy, number one, Wildcats, number six, and Superman Lost, two of ten. 
All right. I had some personal stuff going this week, so I did not get to read my books. So I'm going to let Casey take it away. Uh, our mutuals would have been Superman and Guardians. I plan to read those in the next couple of days. But, uh, but yeah, man, take it away. All right. So 8 Billion Genies by Charles Soule and Ryan Brown. Final issue. It was a very good final issue. I want, I'm want. i going to buy this in a trade, probably from Comic Headquarters on Telegraph Road. We'll see if I get from there. Maybe I'll you know go to Fantasy Shop, though. But um, <laughs> this is a really good final issue. Fun, interesting. This big thing that kind of happens, big reveal for this character. And then the final genie makes a wish, and it's really good. And it was like one of those things that just put a smile on my face. I'm like, this is a really good ending. Charles Soul, you got some soul, buddy. You did it. You did it. And, you know, he's like, don't call me buddy. Now, here's my question. Would you say it's better or worse than War of the Bounty Hunters? <laughs> I didn't read War of the Bounty Hunters, but I heard from a reliable source. It's very good. Yeah. Okay. It's amazing. But I would say this is better. Like this, this kind of dragged in the middle for me at times. But honestly, that ending is super good. I'm going to give this a nine out of 10. Um, the, like the series as a whole, it's probably like probably I'm gonna right now I'll say like seven point five version on eight, but right probably seven point five. But I might check it out. Like I said, when I get the trade, I might check it out again and might be like completely different on it. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad I had a good ending, man. Yeah, that's great. Because that's the thing. Like, if you go by first issue and last issue, that's like a nine point five to 10, you know, like almost a ten book. But then, like, it kind of got lost in the weeds in the middle. Yeah. Okay, so Fantastic Four number six by Ryan North and Ivan Fiorelli on the art. Uh, this is fun. They're they're dealing with some uh, this algae issue basically, and they they stop it, but it's not good. You know, they don't do a good enough job. So Sue's gonna have to block out the sun in small parts throughout and it's and her and johnny are up there while reed and the thing are talking telling the people what's going on and they get mad but you know they stop it but then at the end shield's like hey you can't be doing this type of stuff and then they run off but it's like it's so dumb to me just the thought of like everything the fantastic four has done all of the do doodads and you know things that Reed has, it will just blow up the planet at any point. And then like the shield's like, hey, invisible woman, you blocked out the sun in this spot for three days. We're gonna have to talk to you. <laughs> it's like they're the Fantastic Four. They've saved the world more times than their shield agents. Like, get out of here. Right. So that was pretty dumb, but it's still like, this is enjoyable. I'm going to probably go seven out of 10 and it, it's, it's fine. I mean, saying it's fine is better than the last issue. I thought, I thought I've been kind of like throughout just been like, yeah, this is fine. Really? It sounded, I man, the last couple has sounded like you were on the verge of dropping. So, well, cause it's just, there's nothing out, out of it. That's fantastic. It's just, it's the fine four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so this this fucking book next is the giant cock jew by um i'll get the it's uh gary duggan and scott uh koblish on the art so this giant monster 
comes to the uh the, the shore he first thing he does is he shits all over it and then starts <laughs> rubbing his ass on the on the ground and then like these monsters come out of the crap and they start eating people and stuff and they're fighting them and then the monster gets horny and it hump, starts humping a building just thrusting away just going to town okay. and like the and yeah here here's another good splash page oh wow didn't need to see that <laughs> um so yeah it's it's something uh the narrator is like talking like it talks up at first being like oh yeah this you know a thing about pollution and blah 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 they start doing this like well nothing's a perfect perfect example <laughs> but then they get the the main characters gonna show up like shows up at the end basically and we're gonna see what he's gonna bring to the table next issue but yeah this is just so ridiculous i'm going eight out of ten it's like a little too ridiculous but it's also really funny and childish and you know i enjoy that type of stuff clearly right okay and then dark ride by josh williamson and andrea bresson on the art this issue's really good uh, this of this comic um more backstory on the dad and then their the two kids mom and how they were born and then more stuff going on with the girl that lost her brother the yeah just a lot of stuff a lot of crazy stuff happening really really liked it I'm going to give this a 10 out of 10. Just really, really solid issue. When I finished reading it, when I was on the toilet, I was like, oh man, it's over already. So yeah. 10 yeah. out of 10. Is that the pick of the week? No. What? I mean, I think, I think if you're listening to this and you know what it is. <laughs> All right. So guardians of the galaxy, number one, and I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm going to first, like I'll find the, I have to find the artists and the writer and all that stuff because this one they didn't do it at the beginning like Marvel normally does I think for some it's reason. Colin Kelly and Jackson Lanzig are the writers. Okay. Oh, there we are. Yeah, Colin Kelly, Jackson Lanzig, and Kev Walker on the art. And I'm just gonna say this: I don't think they know anything about these characters. Oh man, that because is such a bummer. I think I think most of the stuff they know comes from the movie because there is a part. And for those that don't know this um nebula first off nebula is not acting like nebula in this she this is not the nebula i've read in the comics this is the nebula that's played by karen gillen but uh she also goes like she calls um gamora her sister at one point they are not sisters in the comic at all they're uh it'd be more like, like Gamora's her aunt because she nebula's dark side or thanos's granddaughter not you know his other adopted daughter but yeah and then i'll say this too like i remember like when they brought gamora back like after the abnet and lanning run where she was still wearing like the you're a warrior you're wearing this outfit type of outfit you know then like they brought her back she's wearing armor it's like more like warrior type and then like in this one you're like gamora you're back to being sexy <laughs> but then like mantis doesn't really seem like mantis really she seems more like movie mantis and then drax is way too strong he actually is acting more like drax which is good but it's enjoyable still it's just like i said 
it seems like they were trying more for movie versions of them and less comic book versions. Um, I'm going to go probably six out of 10. I still enjoyed it. It's fun. I think you'll probably like it more because it's more of a Western feel in this one, but it's it. Yeah, like it's solid. Well, I'm glad it's I'm glad it's at least solid if the characters are that far from what they're supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, it's the like cover I, had me hyped. The cover yeah. had me hyped. The the Al Ewing one, and I'm gonna like he's gonna always take strays when I'm talking about comics because I'm just not a fan. But the Al Ewing one, it felt more like when he writes, it's like this is how I want them to be. This one, you know, and like this is it doesn't matter that that's not how they've ever been. I'm just gonna do this anyway, you know. And then like with this one, it's like this is what we think. I don't know. I've seen the movies. <laughs> okay, so next up, it's Wildcats number six. And this is by Matthew Rosenberg with Steven Segovia and Tom Derenick on the art. This book is awesome. More grifter stuff. You know, people are finding out that he's still alive. Zealot and Fairchild are doing, you know, are teaming up with uh, Warblade and some other people that I'm, I'm not familiar with and it, you know, pretty cool fights throughout. Um, Superman is, uh, you know, he's, he's Clark Kent doing some reporting stuff. Batman shows up to talk to him. They enjoy some fries together because Batman very much like a girlfriend, you know, he's like, I'm not hungry. and Superman's like, okay, I'll take a burger and fries. And he's like, I want some fries. <laughs> uh so you know that happens and then you know we get this reveal of a character grifter does something probably stupid he shouldn't have at the end and then that's how it ends i like this book a whole lot um yeah i'm gonna go nine out of ten it's fun i'm glad that you like it yeah i think you'd like it too man because matthew rosenberg is running up the the steps of you know jake's favorite so yeah i just i just don't know any of the characters i mean i if i'm being honest i only know like a few of them because of that cartoon that i watched when i was too young and i don't like remember them it's not like i was too young for it because it was like made for kids but it wasn't on long enough and i don't really remember them i just had the mall toy and i remember playing the game and Nick had Warblade, and his hands would pop off. So guess what? He was handless a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you had plenty to do with that. Well, I mean, probably, but it's also like we had a toy box. He'd get in the toy box, and then he'd come out, and both his hands would pop <laughs> off. <laughs> okay, and then lastly, it's Superman Lost, issue 2 of 10. And this is by Priest. He did the plot and script, and then uh, Carlo Paglian did plot and pencils. And yeah, so this one, it's like just more like it's some of it is Superman dealing with being back on Earth, and then the other is what he went through for those 30 years. And yeah, this is such a good book. It's done so well. Priest's showing off how good of a writer he is the art is showing off just how good the art is it's such a awesome time if you're not reading this 
go back to issue one, read that, and then read issue two. It is such a good book, such a good Superman book. Super interesting, like great take. I'm giving it a 10 out of 10 pick of the week. I'm looking forward to reading it. Yeah, I mean, I think I have a feeling we're going to have to just mix it up after a while and like stop that being the pick of the week because this, like, if it stays consistently like this, it is so, so good. <laughs> but what are you excited about, man, for this coming week? Um, I'm going to say Batgirls because I'm not going to get to say that for too much longer. Um, the final issue of Hitomi and gosh there's a there's a couple that it could be man yeah right but uh we'll go static oh nice i will say then superman and then i'm gonna say hellcat and then to finish up going flash because odds are i won't be able to say that either much longer (laughs) you checking out superboy i am so pretty excited for that too but that's one of those ones where i'm like eh, it could be bad so we'll see yeah okay sorry let's get my phone my phone's about to die so i wanted to plug it up but now fantastic four time so we try to stay away from politics on here but i thought this was funny and i'm just going to share it because it's like if you're getting this worked up over beer don't drink but so bud i think it's budweiser one of the wisers they came out and they have uh like are they trans or are they just you know uh like a drag queen that's now their spokesperson uh trans person it's bud light okay so bud light has a trans spokesperson and people are up in arms and so this group is making it's called i think it's the the right choice beer and it's this right wing beer that's selling, I think, sixteen ninety nine for a six pack. And it's like the commercial is just like you know super like right wing pundit stuff. And the funny thing is though, they won't say where they're being. Like I saw this thing on Reddit where it's like we they won't say where they're actually being made at, but it's like there's a good chance it's actually Anheuser Busch that's producing this. So they're just making money both sides now, which is so dang funny to me. <laughs> that would be so funny if it were so yeah like it's super silly and i was just thinking how funny would it be if we just came up with four random characters that we would make into super right wing parody versions basically okay two come to mind right away first one's green arrow yeah right what do you would you just have him be the the red arrow because you know red's the color of the republican party yeah, probably. Yeah. And he would he would just really lean into his corporate self and just and what I mean, he even became mayor once. He would just, you know, ra- raise city taxes or whatever. Just just lean the total opposite way that he that he is now. Um, I also think <laughs> another one, Shatterstar. He's still gay, but he's like anti-gay. Yeah, like <laughs> Which would like just how be so confusing. Oh, like how the the oh she uh, Caitlyn Jenner is with like trans stuff. Like she'll just like rail on the trans folk, and it's like that's what you are. Why are you doing this? 
Right. Or I, I also think of uh I don't know. I don't know how much Chappelle's show you watch, but Clayton Bigsby, the oh, uh, the black KKK member. Yeah, uh, you know, it'd be it'd be just as ridiculous as that. Trying to think, trying to think. I don't know of of any more that just like really spring to mind being like not necessarily left leaning, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you have any that come to mind? Well, I just thought it'd be funny if they went super hard on Superman. So it'd be like super just a man. And so it's like, you know, he'll he'll tell Lois, it's like, why do you keep doing all this report and stuff? Why don't you just get in the kitchen, make me a pie? And like, you know, he's he is a man. He is he makes sure the man is like capitalized so that you know that, you know, and when people are like, oh, so that those are your uh pronouns. And he's like, I don't do that pronoun shit. I'm just superman. He he would change the S to just say man inside yeah. of the, the symbol. <laughs> Dude, we can't be talking about this. Comic Skate's gonna be listening, and then we'll have a, some new shitty comics that'll come out once and then never come out again. I know, but then hey, maybe, maybe they'll sponsor us. Ooh, there we go. <laughs> just kidding. We do not want that. <laughs> I mean, how much money they got? I guess. <laughs> Let's ask Van Skyver. Yeah. And then let's let's try to think of one at least one more dumb one. Like we gotta do something with Captain Marvel, right? That'd be the that'd be the one that would you know that they would want the most. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So it's just gotta be like Lady Marvel. That's what they have to call her. Right. So, yeah. And then, you know, just make her make her wear a bikini all the time. No Mohawks. Yeah. Her her one power is she calls the real men. To get the job done. Oh, <laughs> Everyone keep in mind, we are kidding. Oh, dude, I totally forgot, by the way, before we end, we had a YouTube comment. Oh, shoot. I'm going to read that real quick. Uh, it came from a friend of the show, Preston. Uh, which, by the way, the Testing Room pod is now also on YouTube. They, they took a page out of the old Two Worlds book. Ooh. And if you want to see all their uh, sexy faces, you can do that. But Preston's comment says, Hello, fellow YouTubers. My man crush is either Jason Momoa or Oscar Isaac, depending on my mood. I, we, we, must, we must have been at like making a joke about this. Yeah. I oh, because Ryan Reynolds came up, right? Yeah. But I mean, I'm just disappointed that we're not his man crush. Whatever. Yeah, I know it's kind of weird. It's like really Oscar Isaac, but not Casey. Yeah. Whatever. He says, "I am so excited for Ahsoka. Really excited for them to introduce Dark Jedi and Sabine. Also, they hired the voice actor who played Thrawn and Rebels to play him here, all to lead up what will probably be Filoni's Thrawn heir to the Empire influenced movie." Uh, I hope so, Preston. I really do hope so. I thought that trailer looked awesome. And, uh, you know, I'm with you on the hype train with this one. Hope it's good. I mean, I know very little about this stuff with the Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, though, man, we doing uh, some closing plugs? Yes, yes, we are. End of the episode. All right, guys, if you would, please go to facebook.com slash two worlds podcast and give the page a like. You can also follow us on Twitter at two underscore worlds underscore PC. 
and on Instagram at Two Worlds Pod. You can email us at Two Worlds Podcast at gmail.com. And if you would, please go to our YouTube channel. That's Two Worlds Podcast on YouTube and subscribe to the channel. Yeah. And uh, leave us a, leave us a comment down below about your favorite right wing idea for a superhero. Just make it as dumb as possible. We'd yeah, love to read it. We really and, would. And then, you know, like, let's say, let's say you want to, you're like, you know, I really want someone to listen to this podcast. Like, tell your friends. That's what we're trying to get out. Like, let your friends know about it. And then, you know, maybe you can go up to them and like, they're, I don't, I don't know. Like you're at, you're at a Walmart early 2000s. Like you traveled back in time and you see someone on the TV you know, like how they play, how you could used to play, be able to play video games there. And they're playing Sonic. And then you go up, knock them out of the way. And you start playing. But then you look at them and you say, hey, 20 years from now, there's going to be a podcast where they do Sonic Mad Libs. It's called Two Worlds Podcast. <laughs> Check it out. And then you just keep playing. My goodness. That's one way to shape the future. Yeah. And we thank you for that. But uh, we'd love to stay in chat. But it's Jake's birthday, so I'm going to put some cake in his mouth. Bye, guys. See ya.